This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winderbrill. We're here with Debbie Allen. She is the author of Success is Easy, Shameless, No-Nonsense Strategies to Win in Business. Great to have you with us, Debbie. Wonderful to be here. This is your ninth book? Ninth book. Wow. Can't believe it. I can't either. Time flew. <laughs> Put that into words. What are what are the other eight about? Do they all connect? It was like birth and babies. You right. Know? I, I decided not to have children. Mm-hmm. I just did books cool. instead. Right? Do, do you have a favorite? <laughs> this one's my favorite right now. Uh, right. Sure. You say that about all your books. <laughs> it's like, do you have a favorite kid? Yeah, my yeah, I think the last book I thought it was going to be Legacy. And then I think this book is a legacy because it's going to reach so many more people. It's much more of a broader market book. And so it's definitely my favorite because I think it's going to, it's going to change a lot of things, a lot of mindset that no one's ever said this before. You know, look at the title. Success is easy. Right. Who said this? Who says this? Right. I've said it. I'm right. like the only one. I didn't right. write a book about it. Right. So tell us, I mean, why do you feel success is easy? How do you, how do you write about success if it's so easy? <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, I believe that I've had so many obstacles, like we all have been obstacles in life, is that I just never, you know, use those as excuses to say that I'm going to accept failure. I think most people accept failure more than they accept success. But when you think about it, you know, success is surrounding us. We're surrounded by all of these beautiful books. You know, just success and opportunity is all there. If we just grasp it, um, we have internet where we can look at YouTube and we can study success. There are so many opportunities. We can study successful people. And when you're really enthusiastic to want to learn, enthusiastic people uh, are, get help from very successful people. That's just, you know, what, been what's happened for me. Mm-hmm. And so I've started every business with very little uh, investment knowing absolutely nothing about it. I barely got through high school, absolutely no college. I've never applied for a J-O-B in my life. I have to spell it because it terrifies me. True entrepreneur, (laughs) right? Job. (laughs) Exactly. So it's like, I mean, I think if I could do it, you know, anybody can do it. And and it's been through many different businesses I've done that. So tell us about your businesses and sort of the genesis of your career. You said no, no high school and no college? No college, wow. right? No jobs. <laughs> no jobs. My high school teacher told me. She said, "If you don't pass this next test, that you know you're going to barely graduate. You'll okay. be lucky if you can graduate." And so, when your teacher, who's your English teacher, tells you this, do you think you're ever going to be able to write a book? Right? I'd like to you see her now. So I came right out of high school. My dad was an entrepreneur. He was a car salesman, but he had just started a, a business, a car rental business. Okay. Uh, and we were in a tough area outside of Gary, Indiana. And I bought into that business when I was 19 years old. 
there was something in me that mm. wanted to do more than just collect a paycheck because I, I knew it was going to go places. So, you know, what tells you to invest in a business at 19, right? Um, you know, my brother was really handed his percentage of the business. I guess that was me saying, I'll buy my way in. And I had to prove myself, which I did. Uh, like dad thought the girl wasn't going to be the successful one. Mm. And so I bought my way in and that it just inspired me to work more. But we just grew the business to over 250 cars and wow. the business is still there 50 years later. My brother uh, owns it now. That's great. Yeah. And then we were the first in Northwest Indiana to start mini storage businesses. Oh. And when my dad started that, uh, people said, you know, it's a fad. You know, the, the banker said, it's a fad. I'm not going to give you money. Can you imagine a fad? And now they're oh, everywhere. everywhere. Uh, so we built two big facilities and then we sold them to a big company called Public Storage. Ah. And that was my first million dollar sale before I was 30. Excellent. And then I left the family business and I bought a retail store and I never worked a day in retail. So uh, I did that for 15 years, built and sold retail stores. Um, but wow. I grew a little tiny store that lost money for six years into a multi-million dollar business. But I didn't do it by myself. I do it by by the listening and mentors implementing. So I believe that, again, success is easy. That's why I wanted to write this book, because you find the right people. If you're inspired, you can change your mind and believe you can do something. And you accept the fact that you will never accept failure. So who have been some of your mentors? You mentioned that it's, a, it's such an important part of the equation for you. Well, I think mindset. I did a lot of personal development work, although I'm very much the business, you know, strong businesswoman. I did. I've done a lot of personal work and a lot of, you know, invested a lot in myself in personal development. What does that I, mean? And going to personal development events, having a personal development mentor, Barbara DeAngelis was one of mine. She's mm -hmm. a New York Times bestseller. Oh, wow. And she came to me one day when I was working with her and she said, Debbie, you, you haven't you haven't tapped in yet. I'm like, I'm a business person. What are you tapping in? Yeah. I'm like, you know, you know, tap in as you know, tap the register. Right. <laughs> and she said, no, when you tap in with your head and your heart, you're going to connect to audiences like you've never done before. And I've already been a speaker for eight years. And I thought, okay, you know, I've got this, you know, down and I'm speaking now professionally for 25 years. Wow. But when she taught me how to do that and tap in to my head and my heart, and just connect with my audience instead of being in the space with the business mind, everything changed. It clicked. It was so powerful. So can you talk to us a little bit about that adjustment? Put that into words? What was that adjustment in terms of connection? Right, it was like, is being in the moment. Okay. So I can read an audience now. It doesn't matter what audience I'm in. I can read the audience and I can, I can improvise. Uh -huh. Even though I have a guided speech, I can improvise according to the audience and read what they want with their body language and what they need and be able to shift that. A part of it comes from just being a professional and the other part becomes kind of organically um, and intuitive what I've learned to do. And I think it's, you know, it's a gift. And I, so it's not just you learn a skill, you learn a skill so well that you become intuitive about yeah, it. Yeah, comes and like I, autopilot. Right, and I think that success becomes easy for me and how I teach it to other people is because it is very kind of intuitive to me of how I think about business. Is a, I love it. Is a mentor, excuse me, necessary? I mean, how did you connect with Barbara? Most definitely a mentor mm -hmm. is. You, you can't be an entrepreneur on your own. It's mm -hmm. a very lonely planet. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right, you second guess yourself and go back in the head and you're going to not deal with the failures. So yes, most definitely always have a mentor at a higher level, always pulling you up. Um, so yeah, Barbara, I started doing events. So I've been uh, doing events for 15 years. So I have my own events plus speak at events. I've spoke 28 countries. Um, wow. so 28 languages or no, no. <laughs> get an interpreter. For those. <laughs> so, uh, so those are people I've asked to be on my stage. So again, I'm a great manifester. Uh -huh. So I read Barbara's book and she was on a cover of her book 
with all about books again. Um, she's sitting on this rock in Sedona. And it was this book that changed my life, real moments. I was going through a really challenging time. And I read this book and it was like speaking directly to me. Wow. And people are going to read this Success is Easy book and feel the same way. They're speaking directly to me. And that's what's so powerful about books. And so when I wanted to do this event in Sedona, Arizona, I put the subject line of the email, Barbara speaking in Sedona. She answered right away. Excellent. She connected and she spoke at my event. We connected and we've been friends ever wow. since. Wow. It must be great. Well, I mean, to see you now under her tutelage, I guess, yes. um, it must be thrilling for her to kind of see what you've put in place. Oh, definitely. And she's endorsed the book and yeah. she's the cheerleader for it. And for sure. That's amazing. C-Suite Radio. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I like the the titles in the book. The chapters are uh, very clever. One of them you write, "Get your ask in gear." <laughs> very cute. Um, it makes you chuckle, as you just did. Um, can you tell us about that? What do you mean by that? Well, I laugh because everybody picks that chapter, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh, that is so powerful. I can't even tell you how much money I've made by getting my ask in gear. Is that <laughs> there's just so many opportunities that people miss by just not doing the ask, right? Like I just, how would that ask happen? Okay, so here's a really, real great example of the ask. And how I did it in a way that was very professionally done. Right. So um, I've always looked at Entrepreneur Magazine. So here's a copy of Entrepreneur Magazine. Ah, uh, yes. We wanted right? to get to that. So I yes. always look at this magazine. I would drool at the books in the back of the magazine. I have no idea how to get there. I've had articles there, but I, how to get your book in there. Wow. Mm. And Jeffrey Hazlett, a friend of mine now, a mentor of mine, uh-huh. uh, has his book was featured in there. And so... I'm in his class. I'm, I go to a seminar and he's teaching it on bestseller books because he just sold a half million copies of his book. And I say, Jeffrey, I raise my hand, people in the room. And I, I said, congratulations on your book, An Entrepreneur. I said, I drool every time I look at the, I open up the magazine. That's like my I'm a true entrepreneurial spirit to be in there. Um, uh, look what just happened. Here's the October, wow. November issue, yeah. which is uh, pretty well placed as I teach expert positioning. Uh, and I'm all about expert positioning, 100 powerful women. And right after the feature article, middle of the magazine, here I am with my Wonder Woman cape on there with my Success is Easy uh, book and the launch of it. So usually they don't even put a picture of the author, but they did because I got a little, you know, a little marketing thing going with the kind of the look of the book and I sent them that picture. And then next thing I know, that's what they put in the picture. So uh, I'm a pretty scrappy little marketer on top of that. Wow. <laughs> and that happened through the connection of me raising my hand in a way, nice way of just saying, wow, congratulations. I didn't even really mean, mean it as an ask because I put myself out there and told him about it. He connected me with Entrepreneur Magazine. 
did a phone call with them. They loved the book idea, sold it on the phone without even working with my agent. Wow. It was amazing. That's incredible. Powerful. Wow. So, I mean, you're seeing that. (laughs) That's one great example. You must get chills. I mean, that is... That's yeah, well, because it, but you know, in a way, it is it doesn't shock me because uh, it's it's happened so much in the ask. You know, there's I can there's hundreds of stories I could tell you how I you know you can get your asking gear and and ask in a way that's serving. It has to be not serving, self-serving, yeah. serving of other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people just miss the mark on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a way of like when you offer, like, how can I help you? Very, very successful people are always looking to help other people. Right. So what can my, I give you? Right. And mm-hmm. so one of my things about success, making success easy, is when I have success, I want to share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. I love sharing it. I don't want to keep it to myself. In fact, I turn that around. One of my clients that I mentor, I turned it around and got them a deal with Entrepreneur Magazine. Wow. They own one of the most successful tattoo salon uh-huh. studios, yeah. multi-million dollar salon studios in the country. Wow. Uh, and he wrote a book and this was his second book and went straight to a major publisher wow. because of the connections. Yeah. That's the relationship, skin ties back into that. Yeah, but something in the title, you know, obviously the wording is very specific. It's shameless, no nonsense strategies to win in business. Why the word shameless? Because the <laughs> connotation of that can be seen in a few different ways. Right. So what did you mean by it? Well, I had wrote a book before this called Confessions of Shameless Self-Promoters uh-huh. that became a bestseller. Right. And they loved that. They wanted kind of to bring a little bit of that back. They wanted to have a chapter in the book and they wanted it to be part of the subtitle. That was Entrepreneur wanted that, you mm-hmm. know, in the front. Uh, because I think that it's about shameless is another word for being a little bit of scrappy entrepreneur, but shameless is like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do this. And the difference where I teach it is shameless self-promotion is do it in the service of others, not being shameful self-promotion where it's all about me. So promoting yourself in, in the, in the service of others. Cause if you don't talk about what you do, how are you going to help someone? Like, how could I not talk about my book today, being here and telling how many people I could help with this book is like when you know you have something that can help people, you want to shout from the rooftops about it. And that's being a great shameless self-promoter. No nonsense is that's just the way I am. I tell you like it is, you know, you're going to get it straight facts because um, that's I, I just believe that, you know, no nonsense, good common business sense is going to get you further than in life. Like, let's just get cut to the chase. Let's get there. Let's make it happen. So you think that business sense can be taught? I think it's a harder thing. That's a really good question. Because I think it can be, I think it can be honed, let's say, okay. like as a skill, uh-huh. right? Um, because I think you pay attention to it and then you learn it. It's not something like, oh, I'm going to go to class and learn common business sense. Yeah. It, it, it comes from a, like a little bit of school of hard knocks, a little bit of mistakes, a little bit of adjusting, and a little bit of like, hey, you know, just narrow it down and go, that's not going to happen. You know, uh, just reality of putting yourself in check. And I think it comes from a confidence level, too, of how you deal with failures. So it's not like something you could just say, I'm going to take a class and get it. It's it's like you have to kind of have to pay your dues and, and hone that skill, but it definitely can be learned. Can you tell us briefly just about your biggest sort of obstacle that you've overcome in terms of maybe a failure as you were growing your business that you, you learn from the most or something that sticks out? Right. Because as a, you know, a successful entrepreneur, I've been able to like, you know, be able to turn things on a dime pretty quickly. Like, okay, I can get an idea. I can turn it around. I do this to strategize with my consulting clients all the time. 
but when the economy crashed in the U.S., mm. it was there was no turning. It yeah. was going to last a long time. And I just didn't know what to do then because, you know, I was really one of the highest paid speakers at the time. And I had most of my income coming from that. Mm. So I went, you know, what am I going to do? And I sat around and thought about it. I went, hey, it's a big world. Like, you don't have to stay in the United States if we're really crushing. Go to the countries where there's business. And that's when I really started doing more international business. So I just shifted my marketing. And within three months, 80% of my business was international. Wow, that's amazing. And I stayed international for about three and a half years. That's great. And then once the economy bounced right. back, you, you came back. Wow, that's that's terrific. Well, the book is is really comprehensive. Uh, and the title grabs you because someone says success is easy. Come on. Right. You, may, you make it look easy. But I love that everything in the book is really through your experiences and all these years and all these businesses. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's personal, but it's real. So I think that it's really effective. So congratulations. Book Thank 10 you. to come. What's the next one? I've got some ideas in the works. Okay. I'll be working with Entrepreneur. They they want to continue yeah. to work with me as a team. So what a great team to work yeah. with. Uh, uh-huh. So i got some ideas. Not shameless number 10? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. All right. Well, congratulations. And we hope to see you again soon. Okay, thanks so much. If you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website, csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.